Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Tiffany Williams. From chemo chair to millionaire is the phrase people use to describe Tiffany Williams. After losing everything during Hurricane Katrina, walking away from her corporate job and battling cancer, Tiffany has navigated the trenches of life and came out on top. As the founder of the Rich Girl Collective and the Rich Girl Academy, Tiffany's passion is to show women how to successfully grow and scale their side hustles to full-time businesses. So I present to you all Tiffany Williams. Hello, Tiffany. Hello. How are you? I am great. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. You are absolutely welcome. And of course, I am super excited. I'm super excited every time I do an episode because, you know, I get to learn who I'm talking to and we may be able to even relate in some areas. So this should be fun. Yes, yes. I'm super excited to get into it. Yeah, so let's get into this interview. So, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Tiffany, what is your definition of purpose? Hmm, that's a great question. So, for me, I think my definition is basically your reason for waking up every day. Like, what is your reason? What are you waking up because you want to make an impact on the world? Are you waking up because you have this expertise that you want to share with the world? Do you want to live, you know, leave a legacy for your children? So everyone has a different purpose. Everyone has a purpose for being here on life, in life. And everybody's purpose can be something totally different. And it can be more than one thing. So that's basically what it is, what it means to me. Why are you here? Why have you been put here on earth? Yes, that's absolutely true. And I cannot emphasize anymore that no matter how many times I ask this question, people will give me different answers, but they all boil down to the same thing. What is your why? And I've asked this question over 30 times. And everybody, you know, (laughs) states it in a different way, but they all sound the same once you start to think about it. Yes, yes, absolutely true. Yes. So what is one word you would use to describe yourself and why? Oh, I would say if I had one word, I would say passionate. And when I say passionate, it's because when I put my mind to to something, something that I want to do, something I want to accomplish, I'm like 150% in, not just 100%, 150% in. So I think that one thing for me is passionate, and that's not just in business. That's in anything that I enjoy doing, anything that I want to do, whether it's, you know, business, fitness, a fitness goal, or something like that. You know, I want to raise money for something. I'm like all in. Once I finally make that decision of, of this is what I want to do, this is the plan that I'm going to take to get there, I'm like all in. So that one thing for me would be passionate. Yes, you have to be 
passionate with everything that you do. Like you said, like it's not just in business. It's just in life, period. Like, you know, you have to have that drive, that that eagerness to, you know, want to see maybe what the end result is going to be if you pursue something. So I get it. Yes, you have passionate about what you do, because if you're not passionate about what you do in life, it's like, why do it? Right. So true. So true. And see, that's one of the things, too. I know a lot of people who are doing things for the wrong reasons and they're not enjoying what they're doing. They're not living in their purpose like we just spoke about. Right. Right. That's absolutely true. That's always a yes. good one. And I, and I say that all the time. Like, why, why do you do what you do? Like, I did some press and media for an expo here in Philadelphia just this past weekend, and it was called the Sisters in Business Expo. And it's actually uh-huh. one of the first and biggest expo for Black entrepreneurial women. So, oh, nice. you know, when I go to the table and, you know, you can go to a table where a female may do, let's say, provide a service, like maybe fixing your credit, or you may find someone who creates jewelry or whatever, you know, someone's business is. I always ask, tell me a little bit about your backstory. Like, why do you do what you do? Right, that's my, right. That's what I feed off of. I don't, I mean, right. you can tell me that, exactly. you know, you make bracelets and you made a million dollars. Wow, that's great. But I want to know, how did you get where you are today? Exactly, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. So true. So, you know, how did you get inspired to do what you do today? Well, I have always wanted to start my own business. And I actually went to school um, for business. I got an advanced degree in business, but I still always wanted to just start my own. And since I was young, I wanted to inspire women. Okay, so that has always been my passion. Just, you know, start a business and inspire women. And when I was starting a business, I had a little bit of experience, not really real world experience. I had more book knowledge. So, you know, I had to learn, you know, even though I went to school, I still had a lot to learn, right, on a limited budget because I still had a lot of five. And You know, it took me years to learn a lot of the online type marketing stuff that I did not learn in school. And I knew a lot of women, you know, or, you know, some women online wanting to start online businesses, but they had no idea how to get started. And I knew for me, it was a lot to get started. And I had a little bit of, you know, of knowledge from, you know, schooling and everything like that. So I could imagine how hard it was for them not having any business knowledge. So because of that, I wanted to make an impact and help other women who had these skills and hobbies and things that they wanted monetized and turned into businesses, but had no idea where to start, you know, how to start, you know, what they should be doing, how they should be doing it. So that's kind of how I carved out my niche. A lot of people, you know, they, you know, they want to help people who've already in business, right? But somebody Mm -hmm. has to help the people who are just getting started, the newbies, the people who were like myself, who I kind of had an idea from business school, but I wanted to help the people who had a craft, did, you know, something great, wanted to live in their purpose, and they just didn't know how to get started. So that's kind of how I got started. And 
you know, like I said, I was doing my own thing and somebody reached out to me who I went to college with and she was like, I see, I see you doing all these things online. I don't, I know you don't work. If you don't mind me asking, what do you do? How do you do it? And we got in a conversation about it. And it, it's funny now that I look back at it because like a week later, I had like two or three other people reach out to me and ask me the same questions. And wow. I said, you know what? Instead of answering all of these questions on an individual basis, let me create a group so I can answer mm-hmm. everybody at one time. And that's how Rich Girl Collective came about, and the rest is history. <laughs> so wow. now, 32,000 women later, you know, I'm helping impact and help helping women all around the world start online businesses. So that's kind of how I got started. That is amazing. Yes. That is yes. super amazing. Yes. And it's so crazy because I have a part-time job, and my part-time job is that I do, um, I'm a community awareness advocate for a victim services agency here in Philadelphia. So oh, I'm nice. like, almost kind of like the brand ambassador for the organization, but to also spread awareness about victim services and victimizations and things of that sort here in Philly. So uh-huh. um, I was just talking to my boss, and I was telling him, like, I was like, well, you've been in the nonprofit sector for a very long time. I said, you should, like, you know, start your own business along with, you know, like, teaching people how to start their own nonprofit. So, uh-huh. of course, the first thing he says, well, like, you know, I've been in business so long, yada, 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 and a lot of nonprofits can't afford me. So I said, right. why would you, why would you wait and do things individually like how you said and just do it as a group? So whole group sessions on how to, you know, build that brand or build that nonprofit. So then that way, you know, other people can be able to benefit and everybody can come together at one time and learn together. But it exactly. also provides them with a space where they can network with one another. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's what it's all about. So that was super smart, bringing everybody together, for sure. Yes. Yep. That's yeah. what I did. So you told us about Rich Girl Collective. Can you tell us uh-huh. about Rich Girl Academy? Yes. So Rich Girl Academy is my monthly academy that I opened. Um, I actually, it was open last year, but I relaunched it in January with a new vision. So my definition of rich is not just meaning the money part of it. So my definition of being a rich girl means kind of like the entire, what I call the entire woman as a whole, meaning the R is for relationships and marriage. The I is for investments and entrepreneurship. The C is for community awareness and the H is for health and wellness. That's what encompasses a rich girl, being rich in all of those areas of your life. So Rich Girl Academy is a monthly academy where each month I do a training, uh, you know, I'm the, the business part of it. So I do a business training, whether it's a mini course on, you know, marketing your business, starting a blog, reaching your audience, different things like that. And I also have what I call my team of Oprahs. My team of Oprahs are women who have a skill or expertise and they are really, really good at what they do, right? Mm-hmm. So I have someone who is in business finances. She taught us about finance. I have a student who does, you know, have a credit repair agency. She talks about raising your credit. You know, I have a student who's a celebrity makeup artist. She, you know, talked about taking 
you know, doing self-care and taking, you know, time with your skin and stuff like that. So I have someone, in addition to the training that I do every month, I have someone in one of those areas, as long as they fall in the rich vision, to come in and actually teach my students one of these, you know, areas every month, as well as we have accountability partners, we have check-ins, we have challenges. So this is the academy for people who need community, accountability, and they may, may need additional help um, with some of the courses and master classes that they purchase from me. So that's what Rich Girl Academy is all about. It's not just business. It, you know, it's the rich acronym, you know, the that woman is as a whole. Awesome. Yes. I love that. I love that concept. Thank you, you know, so much. Everything, um, and not saying that it shouldn't be a lot of, you know, different programs or things of that sort, uh, focusing on business and how to develop your business and stuff like that. But like you said, like you have other aspects of your life, like yourself, who also needs tending to in order to have a successful business. Right. Exactly. 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 Mm-hmm. You can't be all jacked up. No, you can't <laughs> and and all over the place because what you doing your what you doing your personal life sometimes roll over into what you doing your business and people can oh, see that. Oh yes. And that is so true. So true. Oh my goodness. It's it's just crazy because I know a few yes. that's going through this right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you can't be successful in business if you have all of this other stuff going on because it affects how you run your business. Right. And you lose focus. Mhm. Yes, you then do. You start, and then you start doing stuff that you know you're not supposed to do. Right. Exactly. Lord, they'll learn. <laughs> so what do you think was your biggest challenge to get where you are today? I think my biggest challenge was that, you know, in the process of learning how to build an audience, how to build a list, how to build a funnel, how to create a course, social media changes so quickly. Yes, it so, does. Yes. So it's like by the time, a lot of times, by the time you, you know, learn one thing and, you you know, you're getting good at it, the rules change and you have to adapt to the rules so quickly. And I think for me, that was my biggest challenge, especially since I was doing this while I still had a nine to five. So, you know, trying to still manage my nine to five and my you know, work-life balance and trying to run a business and trying to learn what I need to learn to do all of the things to run a successful online business, that was a challenge for me. And it wasn't really until that I kind of like planned out myself more. I, you know, I set boundaries of I'm going to work on my business 30 minutes a day, no matter what, and different things like that. That's when it became a lot easier for me to learn these things and you know it's so much information online so the challenge also was who can I trust who can I listen to who is going to actually give give me value if I invest my hard-earned money and I don't have a lot of it in this course you know so that was kind of like some of the challenges for me like who to trust and you know with social media being changing so often kind of keeping up with the changes and things like that. Yeah, I agree. It does. It changes every single day. I swear to goodness, it changes every day. And like you said, as soon as you learn something, maybe like an algorithm, as soon as you pack that down, two months later, it doesn't change already. Yeah. So I absolutely get exactly what you're saying. Like social media 
changes all day, every day, especially when you're dealing with things like social media outside of, you know, promoting and doing your brand outside of the Internet. You know, this is an easier pace to move at when you're dealing with your outside people, your businesses that are like places that you can physically go to, talk to people, things of that sort, yes. versus dealing with the Internet that's changing a mile a day. So exactly. It's like, yeah, I, it that definitely is a hardship, and I'm sure just not for you, but for a lot of other people as well. Yes, exactly. Yep. So that that I can honestly say that was my biggest challenge. So with all of that going on, I'm sure you have a current mentor or role model. But who was your role model or mentor growing up, and did it change over the years? Now that's a great question because I I always believe that. A mentor or role model doesn't necessarily have to be a person who you know personally. So let me explain. I have several mentors and role models, whether it's someone that I watch, say, for instance, on Facebook or Instagram stories or something like that, or whether it's somebody where I'm motivated because I see a YouTube video and I'm super motivated by their YouTube videos. Um, uh-huh. Perfect example, Will Smith puts out awesome YouTube videos, like motivational videos daily. You know, E.T., the, the, like the hip-hop preacher, he, yes. he puts out a whole bunch of motivational stuff that I love. I don't know these people personally, but they're my role models, you know? Uh-huh. Or, you know, so I have different role models for, you know, different parts of my life. And so far as empowering women, of course, the amazing first lady, Michelle Obama, you know, she, you know, she's an awesome role model. Another person would be Beyonce, whether you're part of the beehive or not, her work, work ethic is amazing. You know, she works hard. So I have, you know, I have different role models and yes, they have changed over the years, you know, but like I said, I have some on YouTube. I have some. Now, if you're talking more about people on a day-to-day basis, Alison mm-hmm. Burr. Alison Burr is a person, I love the way she connects with her audience, you know? So she's someone right there on social media. Amber Aziza, she's a coach. Uh, she does, like, corporate stuff. I love her story, her backstory, and how she motivates people. So I I look at role models, and I look at different people, based on what I think that they do well, which is things that I may want to work on myself, you know? And like I said, you you know, some people, I like the way they connect. So that's my role model in that part of it. You know, some people, I like the way they, you know, their work ethic, you know? So I have their role models. Whether they know it or not, they're my role models. Yes, I love I I love a few of those people that you um that you mentioned like ET he is everything I mean when yes. I first heard him a few years ago I was like oh this man is the bomb like it's it's just like he could be somebody that you never meet in your entire life but you can feed off of the energy that he has like with right. the way he speaks with the way he presents himself even like you said like when you're watching him on YouTube he has like that movement shake with him and the good thing about it is that he's relatable he's real yes. and that's yes. what people that's how people connect like if you out here being phony on social media or through whatever your out your specific outlet is people can see that and right yeah it brings down 
it brings down your audience. But when you're real and you can connect with realistic things, people can get a better understanding. Like, you know what? That was me at one time. And I'm sure yes. no matter if you're poor or if you're rich, you can always connect to people like E.T. on some level. Yes, exactly. Yep, yep. He he is. He makes, when you listen to him, if you don't feel motivated by the time you threw it to his video, I just don't know what to tell you. Because he exactly. makes you want to get up and say, okay, let me go do something right now. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like tapping into yourself. And Michelle, that's not even talking about Aunt Michelle. But she yes. is just, <laughs> she, she's just amazing in everything that she does from yes, the she way is. she speaks to the way she carries herself, from the yes. way that she, you know, deals with different communities, whether they're African-American or Caucasian or just children right. and, and uh-huh. everything. It's just like, she's just that Jill of all trades. And yes, point. she is. And yes, people she look is. up to that because I know I do. So, yes, you know, I it's just too. a lot of people who carries that great poise that you be like, you know what? Like, they are doing it. Like, you know, like, you just right. make it look like I may have not known them because, you know, Michelle Obama is older than me, so I can't say, well, you know, I remember her when she was a little girl. But I'm sure right. there are people who are alive who can say, you know, I remember when she was little and look where she's at today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just doing the damn thing. That's what I'm Yes, saying. she is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, yes, I love it. So if you could give your younger self a piece of advice, what Uh would it be and why? Oh, that's a good one. So I would probably say, and it's funny that you should ask me this question, because what I'm going to say, I preach to my audience all the time. Uh I am a Virgo. So by nature, I'm a perfectionist. So Mm -hmm. I think if I can go back, just thinking about the days when I started my business online, I was Uh trying to be perfect at everything. Like, I had to have the perfect website before I launched anything. I had to have the perfect logo. Everything had to be perfect, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what I would say now. I would say, you know, two things, two parts of that. Start sooner. And when you start, it does not have to be perfect. Just launch mm. it, get it out to the world, and then make changes as you go. And the reason yeah. why I say that is so many people, and I see it every day with my tribe, is they try to make stuff so perfect that it never gets done. It never gets that product never gets launched, you know, um, because they're just trying to make it perfect. And the longer that they're, you know, taking to make sure that everything is perfect, that you just, you know, you're just wasting time. And, you know, the more you waste time, the more life happens. And the more life happens, the more, you know, you don't get started. So I think if I had to tell my younger self, one thing is launch when it's not perfect. Just launch it, Mm. right? Yeah. Nothing in life is perfect and you can always you can always go back, fix it, you know. So that's probably what I would tell my you know, tell someone and then like I tell my audience now, my hashtag, they know this, my hashtag is perfect is for the broke, right? Ooh. You can have yes, perfect is for the broke. They know that. Because you could have, you know, the perfect website and the perfect logo. But if you spend all your time and money and energy on the front end of getting that logo created, 
then by the time you launch, you have no audience. You have no money to invest That's in right. traffic or have no money to invest in getting all of this other stuff done because you spent your money on something, on a logo that nobody is going to see. So you already broke before you get started. That's right. So I always tell my audience, hashtag perfect is for the broke. So go ahead on and put it out there to the world and fix yes. it in. I love that hashtag. But that yes. is absolutely true. It's absolutely true. Like you said, you spending all your money and stuff like that on the front end. You don't forgot about the back end. What, what, or yes, are you want to exactly. install some procedures, some systems? What, you know, you selling products or anything? What is your return policy? Like, you need to get that kind of stuff together as well. Right. Yes, exactly. So you're worried about the wrong thing. And, you know, you're not, you're not making any money. So that's what I would say. And I was that person. I was, okay, this is, this has to be perfect before I put it out there. No, it does not have to be perfect. Large brands and companies, you know, they launch stuff and they have recalls and, you know, they change stuff all the time. Yep. 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 So I know when I get to this question, I always say that if I was able to go back and give my younger self a piece of advice, I would tell her, that remember all the talents you had when you when you're this age because you'll tap into them when you get older. Oh, that's good. That's really because good. I, you know, I my mom was good with school and stuff like that. So you know, I went to college, got a bachelor's degree, got a master's mm-hmm. degree. Yeah, never Bang. worked, never worked mm-hmm. in the field, right? I was right. always in the education field, but not in the health education aspect of it. So my background was community health which is what I'm doing now. And I've been out uh-huh. of college for over 15 years. So okay. I'm like, dang, it took 15 years for me to tap into to actually utilize my degree. But as a child, I was very creative. I wasn't an artist, but I was very creative. I was a writer, all that good stuff. Like I literally was able to maybe take apart a computer and put it back together at the age of eight. So I oh, was wow. doing graphics. I was doing the whole shebang at eight years old. Like my teacher wow. used to be so hyped. And I used to be like, now that I look back, I'm like, you know what? My mom knew exactly what she was doing. Yes. She was showing me that I could do this stuff because it's the things that I'm doing right now as we speak. Right. Exactly. Wow. That's an amazing story. I'm writing. I'm doing graphic stuff. I'm doing my event. I'm doing all the stuff that I was doing when I was younger. Right, right, right. Exactly. Those little things, those little things that you really don't pay attention to, those are your hidden talents. That's yes. what creates your success when you get older. So yeah. true. I had to take a look back like, oh, she knew exactly what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was making me do it because she wanted me to do some work. <laughs> uh-huh. See there? Mama's no best. <laughs> okay. So, you know, with, you know, you're continuously pouring into your your tribe almost probably on an everyday basis. So yeah. what do you do when you're pulling away from that? So how do you practice, you know, your self-love and your self-care? Oh, so for me, yes, because as entrepreneurs, we can get, especially if you work from home, you can get stuck into that sitting behind a laptop 10 hours a day. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, you work from home, so you, you're good. No, I actually work longer hours <laughs> working from home mm-hmm. than I did when I had a nine to five. So for me, I, I firmly believe that everybody needs to find, and it could be different for everyone, I'm sure it is, needs to find that one thing that allows them to regroup, okay? 
So for me, that one thing, and people are like, oh, girl, no. That one thing for me is working out. I absolutely love to work out for many, many reasons. Number one, it keeps me in shape. It keeps me healthy. But when I'm working out, when I'm in gym, in the gym, I get the best ideas. You know, mm-hmm. I get the best ideas. And for some strange reason, when I'm pumping so hard and the blood is flowing and I can barely breathe, I'm still so relaxed. So I think for me, as crazy as it sounds, the gym is my place of walking away getting away from the computer, getting my, you know, getting the blood flowing and the ideas, you know, flowing and stuff like that. So what I try to do is I try to, because I do sit behind the computer a lot, but I've made it a a practice to stop every hour and get Uh up, okay, and either do some jumping jacks, some push-ups, some sit-ups, because Again, and studies have been shown, the more you sit behind the computer, you know, the worse it can be mentally, you know, you can be, you think you're getting a lot done, but it's actually doing the opposite. You know what I'm saying? So I try to walk away a lot. So that's one thing that I do. Um, Another thing is every morning I wake up before I grab my phone, like most entrepreneurs, and I kind of say to myself while I'm in the bed, like, 10 things that I'm thankful for, you know, 10 things that happened the previous day or what's going well. And, you know, just kind of like gratitude. What What is working well in my business? You know, what I want to accomplish, who I want to impact, you know, so those things keep me going. They keep me motivated. And that just, you know, between that and walking away from the computer at times or, having a complete day when I'm off, that's the things that keep me going, that keeps me, you know, out of that, oh, I'm drained mode. Yeah, that's true. And that's good that, you know, like you, you know, like you said, everybody's going to have a different way of, you know, practicing that self-love, self-care. You know, you might have some people who may journal or some people, like you said, who may work out or some people may go for a walk or someone just like, maybe just like to come home and just drink a glass of wine and kick their feet up. So right. it's, it's different for everyone. Right, right. It definitely is. It definitely is. And and it's funny because, you know, when people people have asked me that question before, when I say the gym, they're like, girl, go sit down. <laughs> they're like, girl, I'm not going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like you get the, the freshest ideas. When you're at the gym, you know, you get that adrenaline flowing. Yes. It's just like a whole total different experience. I know, like, for me, I love to go walking. So it's a couple trails that are not too far from me, and I walk the trail. But while I'm walking, while I'm building up that steam, it's like, yes. oh, you know what? I'm thinking about this, or I'm thinking about that. And mm-hmm. it's just a way to be able to just put all these ideas out into the atmosphere while you're out there. Exactly. Right. I, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like when you walk away for a while, sometimes you can be stuck and you walk away for a while and it's just like, okay, I'm I'm stuck. Let me leave this alone. You know, go do something that you enjoy. It clears your mind. And when you come back, because this has happened to me several times, when I come back, I'm like, oh, this is, this is what I was trying to put on paper, but I just could not get it out of my head. Now it's like flowing easily. Right. Yep. So do you so, have any upcoming events or projects that our listeners can look out for? 
Um, yes. Well, okay. So that's a good question. So I have actually been on a tour for the past couple of months. I have been going to the different cities where the majority of my audience is. I've been to Houston. I've been to Atlanta. I've been to um, Chicago. I've been to Dallas. And next week, I'm actually going to Orlando. It's the the last of the 2019 tour where I go, you know, hang out with my students. It's going to be about 50 of us. We hang out. We, you know, talk. We chat. We catch up on business. So that's the last of, of this year. Um, 2020, I have a big event going to be happening in New Orleans, my live event called Rich Girl Live. It'll be in March. We don't have the exact date yet, but that's that's coming out. Another thing that I just started is I've been doing, I normally do a master class every month, a free master class, business master class for my students. And uh-huh. this month I just implemented, it's actually the first month I implemented I'm now charging $5 for the masterclass. Now, when I say masterclass, my classes are normally two to four hours. It's a $5 masterclass. They get the training, the workbook, and the replay. But also what I am doing is, which is part of the rich vision, I'm donating 20% of all of the the sales for all of my masterclasses every month to an organization of my choice. So, yeah, so because I'm a cancer survivor, This month, I am doing the St. Jude Cancer Research. Yeah. You know, so that is who the proceeds will go to this month. And that class is this Sunday. So I'm super excited about that. And, um, yeah, so that's what we have coming up so far. That is amazing. That's amazing. Shout out to the tour. And congratulations for almost completing. It's almost over. Yes, yes, yes. Almost over. Um, we've had a lot of fun. So yeah, so we're we're gonna do a, a big one next year, um, which is kinda like how we first started. Our first live event was a, a big one. So we're gonna do that again. Awesome. So how can mm-hmm. our listeners find you on social media? Definitely under Rich Girl Collective. If you just go in the search box and type in Rich Girl Collective, we'll come up on our business page. You can find us on Instagram at on Rich Girl Collective. So we're Rich Girl Collective everywhere. Awesome. Now, before we go, can you give our listeners one piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but in life? Oh, that is a good one. So how to boss up? Well, I highly believe, and, and this is this is like a perfect question, because it goes right along with the, you know, the rich acronym like we talked about with the relationships, investments, com- community, and health. Like I mentioned before, I highly believe that there's a direct correlation between being successful in business and being successful in, you know, your health and wellness and your relationships and, and things like that. So I think everything is all about balance, okay? So not just about like you said, not just about business, not just about making money, but finding that balance between, you know, spending time with your family or, you know, having mother daughter or, you know, dates with your, with your, your daughter or, you know, budgeting and things like that. So I think everything that goes in line with the rich acronym and bossing up is a balance in your life. And that depends on you know, what are your goals? What do you want to get out of life? So I think having that balance of everything, you know, taking like a self inventory of 
you know, how your life is situated and how you want your life to go in different areas and just kind of like sitting down and dedicating time to, okay, so, you know, this is the goal. I'm going to have a personal goal. I'm going to have a business goal and I'm going to have maybe like a family goal, right? And not just putting, you know, 90% of your time in business and you're lacking in your relationships because you're putting so much in your business, but your relationship is, is failing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So ba- basically being able to have a balance throughout your life and not that, you like you mentioned before, self-care is very important. It's very important to take inventory of just yourself. What do you like to do as a person, just you? You know, taking time for just yourself, like you said, going walking on the trail or going to the spa, you know, that all helps us to be better individuals to our families. That helps us to be better individuals to our, you know, business and our students and things like that. So finding that balance between multiple areas of your life and not just the majority of going, you know, focusing on one thing. Because when you focus on the majority of your time on one thing, then the other things in your life will last. So I think, you know, being a boss is, you know, managing everything, but being able to have that that healthy balance, what I call it, a healthy balance across all areas of your life. Yes, that was definitely a good piece of advice. Um, And a lot of people definitely needed to hear that. Because I know sometimes even me personally, because, you know, nobody's perfect, but, you know, we definitely working on ourselves in different areas that need work, you know, that need working on. So balance for me is definitely one, because sometimes I'll be so overwhelmed with what I'm doing in the business that I forget maybe what I want to do in my personal life. And the last thing I want to do is for something to pour over into, like, my relationship. And that can be a struggle. So, yeah, I try to, you know, have that balance and make sure, you know, like me and Bay, you know, we have time for ourselves. And then, you know, right, I'm exactly. saying, well, you know what, I'm going to cut off my computer at eight o'clock. I'm not doing no work at the eight o'clock, you know, or, you know, you, gotta right. have, you have to set those rules so you can get accustomed to them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. It's all of, it's definitely all about balance. Yes. I so thank you, Tiffany, for being on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Yes. You know, it's, it's that time where you can sit and think and have great answers, but a way for us to converse and network and just be us, you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I truly enjoyed it. Yeah, because uh, a lot of people don't talk about this kind of stuff. Like like I right. said before, I don't care about how many zeros you have after your you know, how much money you made or things that I want to know the back part, like what helped mold you, who helped mold right. you, you know? Mm-hmm. So yes, those are the things that are super important to me. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you again for having me. You are so welcome to my hope. All our listeners, you know, jotted down some gems because you definitely dropped them today. Oh, some thank gems you. And, you know, wrote down your contact information will follow you and be able to contact you if need be and I wish you much success on the end of the tour and everything that you're doing from here on out. Thank you you too. Thank you so much and with that being said I hope everyone has an amazing day Mm -hmm. and continue to boss up with purpose. Mm -hmm. Thank you 
you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Ain't none to it. Boss. Ain't none to it.